This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. As far as this is concerned, the strike you're, you're talking about, so this is about wages for television and movie acting. Is that correct? Or the yes, money, money it's made? Yes, it's a theatrical contract. So it's TV and film um, right, besides right. residuals for streamers because the, the streaming networks, and I think we talked about this yesterday, you get a lot more residuals if you're yeah, on yep. NCIS versus if you're on a Netflix show. Right. But um, the other big deal is AI. And AI is a huge threat to Hollywood and the livelihoods of actors, writers the directors don't seem to think that they are threatened by this but they will be um and that's that's the big concern um and just so people understand too publicists and agents have been advised like as of friday i'm assuming the strike is happening they they, actors can't even promote their movies or their tv shows so if they have a tv show coming out next week they'll be doing zero interviews unless they were banked before the strike God, that's amazing. Yeah, we had two interviews get moved up this week. We were supposed to do next week. Oh, really? Yeah, Booker's called, and they're like, hey, can you guys uh, fit this in on Thursday? And, you know, of course, obviously, I'm like, yeah, we'll make time. But, yeah, Yeah. you can definitely feel it. It's starting to come down. Yeah, everyone's going to feel it. Uh, It it affects people in just the the strangest ways. And, yeah, I'm trying to book interviews for certain things. And, you know, daytime actors for soap operas are not affected, but some of them are are going to just sort of adhere to the SAG strike. And so we've had to move interviews around as well. Do they still have a lot of, I guess they should be called soap operas. Are there a lot of those still around? There's four. Four, okay. Uh, CBS has two, and they're probably the most successful with it. They have the most viewership for Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, okay. Bold and the Beautiful is a, is a huge show internationally, too, which is really interesting. And then uh, Days of Our Lives has moved to Peacock. It is completely off NBC. And then General Hospital is still on ABC. Okay, let me run this by you. When you said the name of that third show, a guy's voice appeared in my head when you said Days of Our Lives. Days of Our Lives. So whose voice appeared in my head? You ready? Go ahead. Fred Sanford on Sanford and Son. Hey, Dad, hey, Pop, what are you doing? Watching Days of Our Lives. (laughs) He was watching Days of Our Lives every day. Oh, really? I didn't (laughs) know. And then he would all, and he would always, and just he wouldn't go. Oh, I'm just watching Days of Our Lives. He had to go Days of Our Lives. It was fantastic. What a talent! Back when soaps were a big deal. Well, they were. They were. Didn't there used to be like twenty of them? Uh, I, there, I, I think there were probably thirteen or fourteen 13 at the or 14, height. Okay. And and some of them were thirty minutes long. They weren't an hour long. But I mean, some of the big ones that people will remember: Ryan's Hope, Another Worlds. All My Children, One Life to Live, Santa mm-hmm. Barbara, Capital, um, Passions. Like, those are all gone. And it was a really good living. I think that's what people don't realize. And, you know, at the height of them, they were traveling. They were filming on location. They would do, you know, they would have more of a regular TV schedule. Now some actors will have to do 30 pages a day. 30 pages really? of dialogue is really? a lot. That's They're a lot. cranking it out. So is this because people just stopped watching them or they just got too expensive? What happened? Well, the whole, I mean, the job market changed. A lot of women were at home. They were stay-at-home moms and they were watching their soap operas. And that's kind of one thing. Women entered the workforce more, sometimes by choice, other other ways by, you know, finances Mm -hmm. and by by force, unfortunately. Um, But the other thing is that reality TV became a really big deal and, the new soap operas are like The Real Housewives or Vanderpump Rules, and people watch it on Bravo at nighttime, and just our, our tastes and our appetites for how we consume TV is different. I suppose that's true. Well, like yesterday, I stayed down with Catherine because now she got what I had. So I just COVID? Stayed... <laughs> well, a lot of people are saying it was COVID. But... I think you have COVID just because we have a huge strain going around here. Well, mine's gone now. It's totally that's gone. good. It took it took twelve days to get rid of it, but now I don't know if Catherine has that. She just doesn't feel well. I know that, but uh, there is no way that I could watch TV for eight hours. There's just no way I could do that. It's like man. When I had COVID, I had it in May 2022. I didn't watch any TV. I couldn't even focus. I was yeah. just like in yeah. my bed, miserable. No, that makes total sense. Absolutely. So we'll just keep slogging ahead, moving forward, as they moving say. Forward. But I mean, there there are great shows. I mean, you guys told me about Barry. I started watching Barry. We're in season two now. Of that that's terrific. 
really yeah, good. Yeah, and that'll probably be nominated for a bunch of Emmys today. It's oh, still sure. one of the top shows. Yeah, it's, it had its final season already, but you should hear a lot about it today. The Bear, Succession, all of the ones that we've talked about, these are going to have some big news Abbott after Ele- the nominations are announced at 8.30 Pacific time. Abbott Elementary, will that be up there? Abbott Elementary's mm-hmm. in the mix. Great yep, show. We love that show. It's a really good show. Yep. Uh, speaking of Barry, uh, the guy who plays Fugues is kind of like his his pimp. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. It's, his name is Steven Root. He was the guy yeah. from Office Space that was like, I, I can't find my stapler. That yep. guy, yeah. Yep. So apparently he is right now uh, doing a new version of King of the Hill with Mike Judge. Ooh. And it is, it, it's not a version where they like, they just pick it up where they left off. Every character in this is 15 years older than when the original aired. Really? So Bobby Hill is like now a restaurateur. He owns his own restaurant. Oh, All the guys are 15 years older. They've gone through COVID. They're dealing with, you know, the uh, like the sexual explosion of people transitioning and then pansexual and, they're, and bisexual. And they're trying to deal with a modern world, guys who are just 15 years later than King of the Hill, which I don't know if you guys watched. I thought that was one of the most brilliant cartoons that was ever put out. It is okay. so funny and smart, and everything that was about it, it just, ah, oh, it was perfect. Say Bobby's name like he said it. Like a Bobby. Bobby? Yeah. yeah was oh, Bobby? You meant, oh, you meant, uh, oh, like Hank, like, <laughs> God damn it, that boy's whacking off in my tooth shed. Yep. That guy, yeah. Bobby. God Bobby? damn it, Bobby. That boy ain't right. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, that was a good show. It was a great show. Yeah. It was so funny. And we do need laughter now more than ever, so thank God for Barry. And, and, Barry, and Barry's not all about laughing. There's no doubt about Oof, that. There's a couple of... I think the comedy categories are more like dramedy a lot. Yeah, that's Even true. like the bear. I'm like, it's fun. It's not like ha-ha-ha funny, you know? I mean, there's mm-hmm. funny moments, but it's there's a lot of drama to it. I suppose that's a good... The writing's fantastic. There's no doubt about that. It also, like, it's kind of like a spoonful of sugar. When you have a little bit of comedy mixed in with the drama, like that's why I can't watch horror movies, just straight horror. I need a yeah. horror, like, yeah. uh, uh, what is the name? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, you need that break. The perfect horror movie for me because it's hilarious. And then on top of it, also, there's some moments where it's pretty scary. Yeah, I like that, like, tension break. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah. You know, there's something about that that it's helpful. Mm-hmm. See, Kristen, all you do is make people's lives better. I hope so. All that would I'm be saying. my goal. I don't want to make people miserable. I'm around every morning, too. That would be like, oh, <laughs> KB's here. Yeah, oh, God, no, she's back again. Not again. All right, so we got to – I'm assuming, Catherine, it's going to take a few days to get over. So I will start watching The Bear because I'm going to be sitting at home anyway. So I will start watching The Bear. I watched the first episode, didn't care for that, but we'll move forward. I can recommend a docu-series to Ooh, good. out today. Excellent. Um, and I, if if you've liked Full Swing, if you've liked the Formula One that net, uh, docu-series that Netflix has put out, Quarterback is out today on Netflix. And that followed Patrick Mahomes, Kirk Cousins, and a couple other quarterbacks through the 2022 season. They had them mic'd up, and it's going to give kind of like an inside look. And I feel like nobody is doing the sports docu-series and ESPN's probably not going to like this, but I think Netflix has really cornered the market on it right now, and they're doing a fabulous job. So I'm kind of excited to binge watch that tonight. Okay. And I don't even like football. When Kirk Cousins is on there, does anybody talk to him about not wearing socks with your sandals? <laughs> he wears socks with his sandals. Maybe he gets blisters. Oh, big baby. Oh, blisters. Sugar tip. Right, you know when you wear a pair of shoes and you get blisters and your feet are hot and it's like, it's I, miserable. I wear socks with my sandals. I just do it sometimes. Yeah. It's so comfy. Especially if I'm already wearing socks and I'm going outside and throwing on my Birks. Like, I'm fine with it, but I get I get what you're saying. So Birk, but Birkenstocks are kind of like shoes and sandals, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Kinda. I... I think it's transcended now, but I, I see a lot of teenagers wear like dark, tall socks, like you know. Yeah, they do. With their slides. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, That's yeah. always what I see. And the other day I saw it, and I thought this girl was wearing a cast because she had black socks on, and they oh. were just so aggressive with these slides. And I was like, hmm, all right. Yeah, I, I went on a date one time. I was wearing shorts, and I had black socks on that were pulled up. Uh-oh. And when I got there, she goes, oh, look at that. You have your birth control on. Oh, no. <laughs> I have never worn pulled a, up black socks ever again. But that's a great She line. was a comedian. Hilarious. I was like, that's, that's funnier than anything I'm going to say on this date. That is 
so good. <laughs> oh, look. I think when they have whenever they go, oh, look. <laughs> oh, it's never good. look. Yeah. Yeah, Did you, you get a second do? date? No, of course not. She's funnier than me. I can't date somebody funnier than yeah. that. <laughs> Silly. There'll be none of that BS. All right, young lady, we will talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. Right? It will be. Uh, we'll talk about the Emmy nominations, and we'll officially be on strike. So you're, there you go. You're coming up on Thursday and Friday. Friday, the strike should happen. Now, you, is there a time of day? Would it be at midnight on Friday? It'll be at midnight Thursday tonight. Yeah. Tonight. So it'll oh, be Wednesday moving into Thursday. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Friday they were going on strike. No, oh, no, no. Tonight. And if, if negotiations aren't close at all okay. by like 8 p.m. Pacific time, they'll just call it. Like they did for the writer's strike. They'll just say, we're not close. You're oh, on strike. I, I just, and you look, I, you want everybody to make a nice living, and that's not the argument I'm making at all. You want everybody to do well, obviously. But my God, it just, it's a lot of money. A lot of money on the line, and the studios are keeping it all to themselves. What? When are we going to stop with that? That I have to have all the money or I'm not showing up? I would love a CEO, just one CEO to be like, I'm not going to take the pay raise or I'm not going to take the yeah. bonuses here. Like, yes. why are they making $450 million a year? Well, there's a guy in town that runs a business. Uh, and I, I was talking to some friends of mine. Business is failing miserably, and he just took a million-dollar bonus. He's, he it's deserved it? I mean, yeah. really, come on. I mean, seriously. It's just because he's in charge, he took a million-dollar bonus and a business that is billions of dollars in debt. How are you allowed to even do that in America? I don't know how people look themselves in the mirror. I don't, I don't know. I, I just don't either. maybe I have a little bit of character left in me. <laughs> okay, I have to ask you, you and Brittany, this would he only do that because he has a small wiener? Probably. See, I'm a, I am sure. I think that okay. as well. Now we're talking. Yeah, I like the vote. All right, well, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Kristen Burt. You bet. See you tomorrow, everyone. Thank you very much. We've got to take a break here. Be right back. You go from Kristen to Chris. What could be better? Yeah, that could have been a scary transition with the small wiener comment at the end. The man with the smallest wiener ever, Chris Eggert, is... <laughs> oh, he's already on, too. He's shaking his head at me. <laughs> at first, I for sure thought that you were going to say it. I was like, oh, God. Nah, we'll be back with a, a man who's really packing. <laughs> Chris Eggert is his name, and we'll, we'll be with him in a second. I've been telling you for a couple of months now how happy I am with the MNFatLoss.com program. really has been easy and effective. I've lost 27 pounds. It just really hadn't been that hard either. I eat great food. I don't feel hungry. I have plenty of energy and enjoy this fantastic spring weather we're having. And I'm going into summer looking and feeling great. Right now, MNFatLoss.com is offering an exciting summer special, $200 off now through July 30th. But really, don't wait until the whole summer goes by to get this program started. Go to mnfatloss.com for details on this special offer. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, and save $200 on the program, schedule your free consultation, save $200, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Of course, results may vary, and always be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive this special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you.
Tom Bernard here. Are you ready for some throttle therapy? Cruise the water in luxury on brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, of course. Enjoy sunset from the water. That's one of the things I used to love so much. Entertain the kids and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge with locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud, of course. Hundreds of pontoons in stock across all Power Lodge locations. Your summer fun begins at Brainerd's newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge. You've heard it before. Brittany wants to be a Klingon if we buy a pontoon. I am going to buy a pontoon. I will tell you the easiest way to have a bunch of old friends come out of the woodwork is to own a pickup truck or a pontoon. I became way more popular with my friends and family when I owned a pontoon. Enjoy the best days of summer on your favorite lake and a brand new Bennington pontoon from the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer, the Power Lodge in Ramsey. Millerine St. Cloud is the largest Bennington dealer in the entire world. Throttle therapy on land and water, powerlodge.com and millermarine.com. And please do tell them that Tommy said The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. What are you waving at now? I just waved at Chris. You're a disaster. Let me just point that out. You are very agitated today. No, I'm not agitated. I'm just... During this last commercial break, you say I interrupt and I'm not paying attention. No, I said you type constantly when we're on the air. But you also said I interrupt constantly. Well, you do. And I'm not listening or talking. Which, again, (laughs) like right now, you mean? How can I do all of these things in one break? Chris, what do you think? I'm not going to weigh in on this one. (laughs) Good call. There you go. Try try to drag Uh, Chris into it. Not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. No, I just, uh, I like flow. Flow is good. I don't like it when people talk over one another. It's fair. So that's it. I mean, it's not a it's not a huge. It's not going to end the earth. The earth is not going to explode. It's not that big a deal. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I the the typing thing. I um, little noises irritate me. Yes, like tiny little noises, and uh, that kind of stuff. It's so weird. Like it can be the most infuriating thing in the world, but it's like it's not like the person who's typing is doing anything malicious like no 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 but just whatever it is like whether oh my god we were coming back from chicago the other day and i thought i was like gonna actually like road rage and (laughs) crash my car (laughs) on purpose because my wife had headphones in and so she couldn't hear what it sounded like and she was reaching into this little bag of lifesaver gummies (laughs) it's like she's like getting a lifesaver gummy every i don't know it felt like every four seconds but when she did it, there'd be this like crinkle. You are crinkle sound. so dramatic. I was like, oh my god! I, no, he's it was right so though. Irritating. I couldn't agree with you more. People be, and people constantly moving and doing all that stuff. But that that whole deal where they're like tick 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 tick. It's like, oh god, would you stop doing that? <laughs> I'm Brittany. That's nothing against your typing, oh. though. I no, it know. is. It is. No, it's against directly against. I wrote her. like two listeners back. It was like two seconds of the time. But I move a lot. I'm constantly yeah. moving. Yeah, so you should sit down there, I think. And I should put a big blanket up. You know what? I think that's a great <laughs> idea. I do, too. I think I'll I go. Really I'll do. just go sit in the dog room. Is there? Oh, there is a dog room. That's right. You're right. I forgot all about that. But, no, it's it's a different world. 
There's no question about it. Tom is getting over a cold, so everything is times a thousand, too. No, so. it is not times a thousand. It's, it's been not. five months, and I'm going to start making some changes. I'm going to start making changes. Because the flow sucks. So that's all I'm saying. My flow sucks. I never know when my period is. You know what I'm saying? Hey, high five. Thank you so much for that. Every time you say flow, that's all I think of is blood. So. Well, I suppose I, I suppose that women would always do that, wouldn't they? Yeah, we do. When you think you hear the word flow, you would think about flow. Yeah, that makes sense. But see, when a guy stands up or a woman, you know, like the let's say a woman, term of the company goes, you know, if there were better flow. Would you really, even though she's talking about the company and the way it's moving and all the rest of it, you'd still think about that, wouldn't you? Initially, every time you say, well, you need better flow, we need better flow, I always think of period. <laughs> every that's, time. That's great news. So you're welcome. Yeah, thank you so much. Now we got bloody flow going and everything is magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is looking face down now. He can't take any more. That's all there is well, to it. Well, at least we got off of the small wiener talk. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I was down in the bathroom. Did they run an audio of me saying something? Is that no, but as as uh, you guys were going to break, it was something was brought up about the the corporate CEOs having small wieners or something, well, you know and then they do. and then you did not say anything, and then Brittany took it upon herself. Oh, I thought you were going to segue with speaking of small wieners. Didn't it feel like that was going to happen, Chris? Be True. honest. Yeah, but you did it anyway since True. you spoke it into existence. So it's not like it didn't. Yeah, I know. Listen. Way to go. It's fine. You've it's ruined fine. the show now. That's The show's yep. over. It's, gonna it's all over. Pull the plug on it. Yeah, it's true. Didn't Definitely. you guys know back in college his name was Chris Eggerth? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. As in girth. <laughs> well, that's a long way to go for a joke, baby. I'll tell you that. Well, Holy somebody, somebody had to defend the guy. <laughs> no, don't start defending him. Forget it. He's not in the building. He's the enemy. Yeah. A small peen guy's got to stick together, right, Chris? <laughs> oh, He's God. I am not. I'm not joining any of your clubs. Oh, you but I refuse. I am not. I'm not going to die on that hill. I'm an ally. Okay, you guys keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Has it been five? Tom, has the show really been on five months? Five months, man. It has been on. It started mm-hmm. on February 23rd, actually. Well, it's almost five months, I guess. 23rd and is uh, 11 days away. Wow. So somewhere in there. So That's I think, crazy. You know, if I can get to six months and then just wander and walk the earth, I think that'll be good. I'd like to walk the earth. Wouldn't it be great if you could walk the earth? You have to have a yeah. lot of money to walk the earth, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was the Kung Fu where a guy just walked the earth, right? That show. David Carradine. David yeah, Carradine. David Carradine. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good show. I like that show. Yeah. That was his existence. I would like to do that. All right, so what's in the news? Is there anything important we should be covering? No. I don't think so. I didn't see anything, right? No, it's, 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 it's a fairly quiet day-to-day in the news. I, th- I think um, there's been a lot of focus on all the rainstorms and everything that happened oh, out sure. east. Really, really, really bad flooding. And then um, everyone's going crazy because the lotteries, both the lotteries are going to be like super high. The Mega Millions and the Powerball, they're, they're not record setters, but they're both going to be very close. So there's been okay. uh, much discussion about the old lotteries today. Do you guys play? No, I never have. Should I play? I mean, I don't know. What is it? $725 million for Powerball? Dang a lang. That ain't bad. What would you do with that money? Okay, so we could go around the room. If you won $725 million, so after taxes, you walk away with what about? Well, first of all, if you take the money up front, you have to give back about a third of it, I think. Yeah, I think you get like 300 something when it all is said and done. 300 after taxes? Yeah. Okay, so $300 million. Brittany, we'll start with you. If you had $300 million, what would you do? Well, I wouldn't quit any of my jobs because I, believe it or not, enjoy them. And I would just move to a house, probably same exact lot, but closer to my jobs. Because I feel like that would be, I just want more time with my family. So like a nicer house, maybe in like Edina or St. Louis Park, somewhere where the, the drive's shorter. That's all I'd want in How my life. How long you drive now? So I like... 30 minutes when I go into KSTP, so it's not bad. Oh, okay. But I just think that's the only thing, because we, ju- we and my husband talked about this, that's the only part of my life where I would like to improve is more time with my husband and my kiddo. But the problem you got is the closer you move to the city, the more you're going to have to put up with. 
Yeah. They're not yeah. as safe as they used to be. Yeah, I think it would have to be just switching locations, but not even either getting more land, but not a bigger house by any means because yeah. we only have the one kiddo. So just yeah. something where I can facilitate more of that. But, yeah, I don't think it would be some extravagant thing for me. Like, so you're not going with Ben Affleck's house, uh, no. 125 <laughs> bathrooms or whatever the hell it is? No, I, don't, I think my, my game plans are pretty lame. Like maybe looking at a cabin. But even that, I don't want my husband to be like, doing the lawn at another place because I feel like we're constantly working on stuff. Yeah, well. <laughs> so I think all I'd true. want is to facilitate more time with my family. Which a good is, thing. For that kind of money, you can you can buy, you can have a grounds crew okay. and all that. I would think for $300 million, you could probably yeah. do that. There's my, no question. My dreams are kind of lame, I think. Uh, no, 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 no. Spending time with your family is the dream. Yeah, I think that's all. And maybe like we'd plan a big trip somewhere and like invite a bunch of people. Where would you go? I don't know. We've been we haven't even gone on a honeymoon and we were planning oh, to do really? it 2020. Okay. So we were just talking about that on the way home. Like I really wanted to pick oh, your brain sure. about where we should go Canada. like next Canada cuz you love I love Canada. You love Lake Bam, right? That's your Lake Bam? Or I mean, what is it? Bam. 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 I remember Bam Bam, wasn't he on the Flintstones? I just remember that sweatshirt you have. I always see Yeah, I had it on yesterday. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. It yesterday, yeah. yeah. Bam. You go Banff and then you drive over to Lake Louise. You will think you're in heaven. Really? You ever been there, Rudy? I haven't, no. How about you, Chris? No, I haven't. My oh, partner God. Megan has has gone there though several times. She says the same thing. I cannot tell you how beautiful it is. Canadians tend to be very, very nice people. You know, I suppose they're not all that great, but now, I, I, you should literally fly. I mean, even back in the day where no direct flights, Kath and I would fly to Salt Lake City and then up to Banff because there were no direct flights, but now there are direct flights. Is it? Is there an element of, like, swimming at all in warm? Can you swim there? Oh, God, yes. Okay, cool. That's what I, like, really want to do is just go swimming with Justin somewhere. I don't know why. you got all these cable cars that go to the top of very high mountains. and they're... Oh, the one thing I will tell you, though, there's one... There's a glass walkway over a very deep canyon, a few thousand feet or a couple of thousand feet, whatever it is. Yeah. And there was a, a, f a family from Japan in front of us. And when you walk out on it, the, the floor is glass or it's clear. I don't know if it's glass. Maybe it's plastic or whatever. But you can see right through it. And there are about 13 or 14-year-old child fainted because he <gasps> looked down and realized he was standing oh. 2,000 feet in the air, basically. Is it terrifying? Or For is him, it, it was. It, yeah. No, it's not terrifying. I mean, some people would be terrified by that. If you're afraid of heights, yeah, yeah, you probably would not like it. But the great thing about that is the kid faints. He's out on the deck, and I go to try to help him out, and his dad pushes me back, you know, and gently. Yeah. And he said, no, no, no. They start taking pictures of the kid and laughing. Okay. <laughs> what? Your kid. So you're going to show your kid pictures of uh, him passed out on the deck. You can see the valley below him. They're laughing their ass off. And then That's funny. Goes, I mean, he prevented me from trying to help the kid because, you know, no, no, we're having fun here. Get away. Yeah, there it is, right there. He's got this camera. But yeah, I would, I would tell all three of you, you have to at some point in your life, uh, go up to Banff. I think you have to fly into Calgary, and then drive over. It's not that mm. big a drive. That'd be super fun. I think you drive. Yeah, you drive into Cal and Calgary is a great town too. Saddleback Mountain is a great mountain, not that far from Calgary that you'd love. I mean, you can go horseback riding up a mountain up there. You that's, can do all kinds of stuff. That, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that would be just go on a, a fun trip. But I don't know. And maybe do a, some sort of dog rescue thing. But what would you do with, if you, with all that money if you got it? Oh, dog rescue, you've got the money. We're, we're talking about going to Banff also, and she's a dog rescue. I'm like, how the like, hell is that? I added that to my list of the million-dollar well, no, moves. You forgot to mention the list again. So I was oh. like, what the hell are you? Dog rescuing in Banff. Yeah, I'll do both. <laughs> well, you do dog rescue now anyway, don't yeah. you? I yep. thought you did. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, like I think I would dedicate more resources to that. But what would you do? Because like, if you had all of a sudden $300 million, what would you do? You would never see me or hear from me again ever. I don't even believe I would, you. I would disappear. Oh, I would. I would absolutely disappear. Can you imagine the number of people a day coming up to you going, hey, I seen on TV how you got $300 million in cash. You know, I'm in dire straits. That would never stop. You'd never see the end of it. Are we one of those states where you have to say 
out loud if you won? We are. We just changed our laws September oh, 1st of last year. So we used to be a state where you had to give your identity if you won something bigger than, I think oh. it was 10,000, where now you don't have to anymore. I have a question for you. Why would I have to tell people what I want? I don't know. I don't know if it's a, if, because it, it varied state to state. Because some states you yeah, could stay yep. anonymous, but Minnesota was a state where you had to give out your name, and now you can stay anonymous. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because that would be that would be my uh, if I, I would take the money, I would get all my affairs in order, and then I would walk around to all my tertiary family members, mm -hmm. the ones I don't see very often, who are kind of pains in the asses, mm -hmm. who you know are always got their hand out, and I'm gonna I would just hand them all five hundred thousand dollars and go, you will never see me again. Please go. do not call me. Please don't come to no more bar mitzvahs. Even though we're not Jewish, I'm just saying no more bar mitzvahs. <laughs> You ain't, yeah, you ain't come. Yeah, there's no more, no grad parties. I'm not. You're not coming to the wedding, everybody. You, this is your five hundred thousand dollars. Do with it what you will. Invest it. I hope you make it last for the rest of your life because this is the only money you're ever going to see from me. So, how many people are you talking? Probably like twenty. I mean, if I got three hundred million dollars, I yeah. would probably take you know the first ten million and pay off family. That's so good. I never had to see him ever again. And then, <laughs> and then I would take my daughter and my closest family members, and we would live our best life. You didn't mention your mother there. It's, uh, I said closest family members. Yeah, yeah know, she would come. You said your daughter, but you didn't exactly get specific. With your no, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I bet if you asked my mom, she would say, I would take your daughter. <laughs> and, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh -huh. right. Okay, I understand. If you win that, Rudy, will you just do a trip with me, Gogo, and Justin also to Disney? Yeah, okay, oh, yeah cool. absolutely. You still right. haven't been to Disney. No, and I want to, and especially if you make that money. Like, I don't need the 500000 but if we do a trip to Disney, I feel mm -hmm. like I could get more out of you. Now you're going yeah. to Disney World, not Disneyland. Oh, right? for sure I'm going yeah. to Disney World. Because Disneyland's kind of lame, actually. That's, yeah, that's what I asked Kristen. Was it yesterday or the day before? I asked her, like, the differences. And I, she kind of gave, like, a, well, yeah. I, it was yeah. like, yeah, we know that Disneyland is shit compared mm -hmm. to Disney World. One thing, and I, I won this a while back, uh, I had never experienced it before. They have tour guides at Disney World. Yeah. That will yep. take you around, but it costs like I guess the cost of it if you're paying is like five thousand dollars. <laughs> like holy crap! Chris, didn't you apply for that job? No, but I I did I I we used to live in Orlando, so oh, I'm right. Kind of Right. Let me tell you what, I got all kinds of stuff to talk about with the mouse house, but um, yeah, people would hire, people would hire fixers and the fixers could go in and I have no idea how it worked, but like get them in front of lines, yep. all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's, yep. it's such a ridiculous amount of money to spend to go there. I definitely get it. If you had unlimited funds to have somebody, you know, basically, you know, it's like uh, Wally World in, uh, what, what was it, a vacation. vacation. Like, you get the whole park to themselves. Like, it's not like that, but, it, you know, imagine that experience. It'd be much more enjoyable, that's for sure. Okay, so, so far, uh, the two people have spoken, Brittany and Rudy, would help people. You know, I give money to your family and say, okay, we're good to go there. Brittany wants to you know, help the dog rescue and help people, all the rest of it. So what would you, and I would just disappear because... I think at this point in my life, because the age I am, I've helped enough people. You know what I mean? I yeah, still do, but there's got to be a limit. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so what would you do? Uh, I would probably start some kind of like philanthropic organization. Mm, there you go. Um, I always thought, and particularly growing up where I grew up, I always thought that the, the Native American population in the Midwest really kind of took a you know, took a whooping back in the day and are still dealing with it today. And I, I would probably find some way to um, help better the communities in the Indian reservations. Uh, but don't get me wrong. I would be paying myself very handsomely. Sure. And Why wouldn't you? I would, I would be living, you know, I would try to live a pretty nice lifestyle and help out family and friends and stuff too. But I feel like I'd have to, there'd have to be some like, karmic way to sort of give give it back in whatever way you can i don't know well, i mean don't nice get me wrong have. like i want to have it too to spend yeah. it to be yeah. rich but but no you all three talked about sharing which is a wonderful deal um my wife is obviously great with that she's you know we have a nice life and all the rest of it and try to help as many people as you possibly can so that's great to hear you guys all would help people the other thing i would love to do is get my pilot's license to fly organs 
for oh, people for that people? for yeah. organ donation. Yeah. Man, that would be so much fun. I mean, just getting that phone call like, you got 47 minutes to make it to Brainerd. You're like, I'm on it. It's oh like speed, God. man. You're running, you're cruising down uh, Flying Cloud. You jump in the plane. You they got the cooler. Go, go, go. You I- jump in. You take off. You land. There's a paramedic waiting for you. Like that is the life. Get the cooler to them, and they run off, and you just sit there breathing, and that's your reward. Yeah. Is like that like moment of silence. I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I know you don't ask for a co-pilot, but you got one. <laughs> Thanks. You know the greatest part of that is. I see him walking in the room and then showing it to the guy, and he goes, not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> gross. Ew, look at that kidney, gross. Where did you get this from? Oh, my God. No yeah. gratitude at all. Yeah. <laughs> You're four minutes late, Rudy. Yeah, you're late, Rudy. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so, Chris, any Yo. news we should know about? We only have you for, like, six more minutes. Uh, well, the other big thing that came out, well, there's a couple things. Yesterday, the... The city of Minneapolis, after George Floyd had um, commissioned a gentleman from Harvard to sort of come up with another plan to revamp the police department, and it kind of and that that came out yesterday. It kind of seems like more of the same, and I don't know if you guys read into that mm-hmm. all that much or not. But um, I guess what I'm what I wonder from the outside looking in is we've got like three or four different plans that the city's supposed to come up with right i mean that just to me just keeps it keeps creating more bureaucracy right and i don't i don't know how that like translates to boots on the ground well how would harvard know anything about police work anyway well i know the guy um who uh authored the report was originally from here so there was some there was kind of a local connection to it um i i just Every one of these things, the Department of Justice report that came out a couple of weeks ago and all of them, it all it all just kinds of creates all these different offices and mechanisms. Again, though, like just from a tactical standpoint, like to me, like when does this equate to putting more officers on the streets or more violence interrupters or, you know, right. whoever it is that's right. going to be out there that so I don't know. I Obviously, we'll see what happens, but. That was my first thought on on reading through that. It was like a 140-page report and basically oh, talks God. about all these new things that need to be set up. That's so amazing. Now, how many billions of dollars does Harvard have in the bank again? It's, somebody told me it's like oh, $50 it's a lot, billion. Right? They've, dollars. Got, they've got a very big endowment, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, they do. So any uh, they're going to kick any money in to help uh, Minneapolis run better? Probably <laughs> yeah, I don't not, know about huh? that. I didn't read that yeah. in the report. I, don't know <laughs> I just think you... You've got to stop. I don't know how the hell you work this out, but the crime is at an all-time high, and it's because people get on TV and chirp about, well, no, everybody should be able to just do whatever they want. You can't say that to some people because they're going to do whatever they want, and it ain't going to be good. Well, I definitely get that in certain areas of the community where people don't want more police, like that. For them, that's not the answer. But I, I still, even if you believe that, I still think you need someone doing something out there who's going to be able to intervene and, um, you know, creating more offices and bureaucracy, it, to me, doesn't solve that problem. They'll do anything. Right. It gives you another committee of people talking about it versus like somebody getting out and getting something accomplished. See, what I would do instead of going to people from Harvard, I would go to people who actually grew up in a community like that. Well, what do you think we should do? Because yeah. I've not seen anybody ask the community themselves, people in the community themselves, well, what do you think we should do? Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that never come out of their house in some neighborhoods now because there's a danger of being shot every time you step out the door. Well, and I think a lot of people are like, they're so frustrated with everything. And, and people are so frustrated with just government and bureaucracy in general. They sort of feel helpless as to like, well, what, what, what the hell can I say that's going to it's going to change anything. Yeah. I think, unfortunately, a lot of people feel that way. It's all true. I, 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 I don't know. I just wish the gun violence would. My God, there are a lot of guns out there. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think as a culture, we're just, nobody cares about other people anymore, unfortunately. I, I don't I know that. I agree with that. I, I, I feel like there's a lack of, I think there's just a lack of regard for other, like, human life. I mean, I hate to put it like that and like sound like it, but I, I, I don't know. You, you can talk of a billion different kinds of plans to fix X, Y, Z, but if people don't care about each other, like 
like they used to. What what can you do? You know, it's so amazing. I just heard this song the other day on WDGY, listening to Ray Eric. Respect yourself. Yeah, remember that song? Respect yourself. Yeah, that mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, it's just listening to that song. They're talking, to, and that song's got to be what fifty years old, something like that. Oh, for sure, I'd it's, say it's got to have some age on it. But yeah, do we ever talk about? respecting me because you were so you don't respect me because you don't respect yourself is kind of where we are right now but i don't know why we got to show more respect for ourselves and for other people don't you think i agree i agree yeah it's always no matter what you do it's wrong it's like oh okay well thanks i feel much better about myself now we did have a nice story this morning um, out in in Silver Lake, which is about an hour west of the Twin Cities, where the city pool, it's a small town. And, you know, like a small town, that swimming pool is everything for the kids and yeah. for the community yep. during the summertime. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were going to have to shut it down because the bottom of it was like, the, it was like cutting kids' feet. And oh. it was all, it, it, they were basically going to shut it down. And, uh, a community member kind of organized it and like basically got the whole community to come out, drain the pool, refinish the pool. Um, and then they got all those surrounding communities around Silver Lake to, to bring the chlorinated water in and dump it in. So basically they got, they redid the entire city pool, which is really nice. Uh, so that, that was a nice, uh, nice story of uh, people coming together and doing good things. So there, you know, That's people great. are still out there doing good things. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, uh, be the loudest voice in the room to get over all the loud voices and bad things that are going on to have, you know, something good like that happen. Well, that so. is wonderful news. I'm glad you brought that story yeah. up. Yeah, it was a nice story we had this morning. It, the city pool is the one thing you should allow your city to lose money on. Yeah, yeah I agree. Because yeah. it's, it's because yeah. that's why you never see a private pool anywhere outside of like a big water park because yeah. the, they, they always lose money. But yep. be okay with it because it's a nice place for the kids and families to go to during the day. My daughter spends, you know, half of her days there hanging out with her friends. It's just a nice spot to have in the summertime. So yeah. if there's anything that – if they talk about, like, what should we do with funds? I'm like, I don't know. Put another water park in. Let's not yeah. – yeah, I don't know. Richfield does a terrible job with allocating tax funds. So Richfield has that fun, really fun one though. That you drive by. Yeah, that it's a great. Pool. Yeah, yeah, that one in Edina. They both have really, and they're both super affordable, which mm-hmm. is a blast to go to. Bring the kids. To. Oh, it's right on sixty two there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's so well, fun. It nice. Yeah, the city of Richfield. I don't know if you guys know the story, but the city of Richfield. Uh, if you drive, walk, if you walk down any of the streets, the sidewalks coming out from the houses. They end, you know, eight feet from. Yeah, they do. yeah. Yep. and the reason why that is is they told everybody, hey, you guys, when you put your sidewalks into your new houses, make them eight feet from the curb, and then we'll put sidewalks in. Right. Well, one man's eight feet from the curb <laughs> is another man's seven foot four inches, and the sidewalks were all wonky. So they did like three city blocks, and they went, ah, hell with it, we'll build a new city hall, <laughs> and yeah, then just left go. everybody's sidewalks eight feet from the curb. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, to close out, let me just say this. Brittany just handed me a note that said uh, the empty pool in Silver Lake, they could just use it as a vomit bowl. So mm-hmm. that'd be good. Sure. Wow, Brittany, that was very mean. That sounds like me. <laughs> that sounds like something you'd do. It does, that definitely sounds like Brittany. Screw the kids, I always say. All right, Palomino, we will talk to you tomorrow. All right, you guys, have a good day. You too. Thanks very much, Chris Eggert, ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News. We shall take a break. Sherry Cola, Joyride in theaters nationwide now. Sherry, our special guest up next. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. 
Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is Tom Bernard for Niemeyer Trailer Sales. They've been a part of Minnesota since 1965, and their name says it all. They are family. If you want to take your passion on the road and make memories camping wherever you want, no motors, but pull trailer RVs, go to Niemeyer Trailer Sales. True story. The very best brands live at Niemeyer's. Like the latest from Rockwood by Forest River, number one in their class, whether you want a tent trailer, expandable, travel trailer, or a fifth wheel, Niemeyer Trailer Sales has it all. Plus, they deliver on the forgotten art of customer service with personable employees, often sons and daughters of the third-generation family-owned business who simply do what they say they will do every time. Come explore their huge selection and consult with RV service pros. You will leave satisfied no matter what you are looking for. The Niemeyer family welcomes you to visit both of their locations in Albertville and Elko New Market before your next vacation. Head to N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S dot com and put your passion on the road. Niemeyer Trailer Sales. Guys, I want to let you know about acoustic wave therapy protocol provided by my new sponsor, Twin Cities Premier Health. It's a non-invasive, non-surgical, highly effective science-based procedure that creates an increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Unlike using a pill to create a pharmaceutically induced erection, they treat the root cause of the problem. Age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Reach out to Twin Cities Premier Health like I did and right now receive the special offer, a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. That is valued at $800. 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number 952-395-4346 for their office or go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and please be sure to tell them that Tom Bernard sent you. The new Tom Bernard Morning Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword part. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Believe me, it's not going to be hard to do. That's all I have to say. You see what I'm saying? Uh, Sherry, ready to go? Sherry Cola with us, ladies and gentlemen. Joyride in theaters nationwide now. Yes. Sherry, how are you? Good morning. What are you up to, sister? I am just thrilled to be talking to you because Joyride is sweeping the nation, and I need everyone to know about it. It's the first of its kind, y'all. Okay, Sherry, you're a lot younger than me, but I have to tell you something. You ready? Yes. You sound just like my mother. <laughs> oh, my God. No way. You know, I have my morning voice right now. It's, it's not even 7 a.m. yet here in L.A. Um, and I haven't had my coffee yet. You know, I don't even need it. Let's be real. Uh, but, you know, something that you won't be able to unhear is that people say I sound like Miley Cyrus. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Yep, that's true. People have turned around in public literally thinking I was Miley Cyrus. I could see that. Yeah, that, that would make sense. But they don't see your smiling face like I do. I'm looking at your uh, picture right now, several pictures of you. I have a beautiful smile. Let's admit it. Well, I mean, just a beautiful everything. It's not just the smile. It's the eyes. It's the fa- It's everything. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, I, I'm just thrilled, and, and my heart is so full this week because, you know, Joyride has opened in theaters everywhere, and the response has been incredible. It is wonderful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sherry Cole, our very special guest, Joyride, follows four Asian-American friends as they bond and discover the truth of what it means to know and love who you are. You know, it's so funny you're bringing this up, Sherry, because we've been talking about this 
a lot lately about people not getting along and everybody's pissed off at everybody else. Do you think, I mean, it, it seems to me your movie's about exactly what we need it to be about. You're going to have to accept yourself first, and then it's a lot easier to accept other people. Do you believe that to be true? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. This film is having a lot of conversations. You know, it's about Good. friendship. It's discovering who you are and, you know, looking past differences. These four leads, although all Asian, are not a monolith. You know, that's what we're really proving with this film. Good. We cannot be more different. And each character has their own arc. You know, they have their own evolution, uh, which is so rare because, you know, as Asian folks in Hollywood, we never get this much room to play like this. There, there's so much going on in this film, so many set pieces. I mean, we're, we're in, in colorful wigs, opposing as a fake K-pop group. You know, there, there's threesomes. There's, you know, drugs on a, on a train. You know what I mean? We really right. don't hold back. Uh, with Joyride, it's R-rated uh, by definition, and it's the it's it's the first of its kind, really. And we explore so many themes that I think people are really going to relate to because you know, even though yes, we are four Asian leads making history, this film is for everyone. No, Sherry, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that uh, that uh, paragraph that I started, and if I get like misty at the end of it, it's your fault. Okay. <laughs> Follows four Asian-American friends as they uh, bond and discover the truth of what it means to know and love who you are while they travel through Asia in search of their birth mother. What a sweet thing that is. I know. And that's actually a twist that people don't expect is how much heart is in this film. So much heart. I mean, you know, we're really tugging at the heartstrings because we are multidimensional, full-fledged people, you know. And uh, this film has... Every, I mean, it's really just like a, a one-stop shop uh, of, of cinema <laughs> no, <laughs> in theaters everywhere now. You know, and it was so magical because the chemistry we have on screen is real in real life. And I think people can feel that, which is why uh, the impact has been so powerful. I could see that. It, so in other words, people get to see you having fun. You get to get to see you discovering things you maybe didn't know. A lot of, sounds like a lot of great stuff in the movie Joyride. Yeah, you know, and and the cultural specifics are a plus because this film is Mm -hmm. funny first. It's unapologetic. It's in your face. My character, Lolo, just says what everyone's thinking, you know. She's a sex-positive, body-positive artist who has the passion but just doesn't necessarily have it all together. Um, And she causes a little bit of trouble, which kind of launches them into this chaotic, adventure it's just a good time when you go to the movie theaters you got to bring all your friends maybe have a drink beforehand you know just let loose we just want to bring the comedy back to theaters too you know this is in the same category of all the classics we love and continue to watch like hangover bridesmaids girls trip it's just a good time Sherry, i've seen a lot of these clips and they i mean the movie looks amazing and you know all the reviews you're getting are great where was your favorite place to film? Because I know you guys were all over the place. Well, here's the secret. We filmed in Vancouver, <sighs> a.k.a. China, a.k.a. Oh. Korea. Oh, no way! I love it. Yes, I know. It looks so real. Vancouver is the most versatile uh, place on earth. But I got to say, Vancouver was um, very stunning. There's city life, there's water, there's just beautiful uh, wilderness nature, <laughs> which we filmed that a lot. Um and it just is a little bit of everything. I think Vancouver also has incredible Asian food. Love oh my Canada. God, I, I miss it. I miss it there. Um, but yep. that is, I mean, but just as an actor, you know, it's such a blessing to travel for work. You know, I've filmed in New York, I filmed in New Orleans, I filmed in, you know, Marfa, Texas, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know what I mean? You name it. Um, it's really cool that you know within our craft uh, we get to explore not inwards but also outwards. Wait a minute, i got to read this line here, Sherry. Oh, first of all, I, I have to ask you, Sherry Cola, that's a wonderful name. Yeah. Well, you know, Tom, I used to be in radio. I don't know, I know. if you know this bit. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk uh, about that in a second, Sherry, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it, it's such a good radio name, is it not? And, and I did radio and stand-up before I became an actress. So it was kind of a nickname that, I mean, I, I remember... I use that name for Vine. Remember that app? Sure. The video app, the six seconds. Sure. And I got, I had this viral Vine, 
and people started recognizing me and calling me Sherry Cola. And I thought, wow, how catchy. And this really came from my friend Kim from college uh, when I asked her what should my Yelp username be. And she said, Sherry Cola. This was like, what, 2011? And I was like, oh, that's pretty catchy. And I just ended up changing it on all my social media and using it, you know, because it's, you know, it's bubbly. It's oh, bubbly. See, and get that's it. Me. I love that. I'm going to change my name to Wild Cherry Diet Pepsi. What do you think? <laughs> oh, I kind of like it. What about Diet Shasta Caffeine Free? I mean, oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, we'll go with that. How about that? that? But I have. Oh, Sherry, I should ask you to, to be polite. What, do you have to be out very quickly here? Because I, I don't, I don't want to, you know. Oh no, I mean, honey, we're live. I got you. Well, you know what? There is a hard out. I have another one right after, but I'm, I'm down to talk for a little more. Okay, a couple more minutes. Be all right. I don't want to. I don't want to throw off your schedule. But you got to I mean, come back. Let's, let's hit it. Let's hit it. Okay, she's developing multiple uh, passion projects, including a Curb Your Enthusiasm-inspired comedy based on her unique experience in radio, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Listen, you know, I really am a success story in that way because I started off, you know, doing campus radio in college for a few years, and then I got a job on the street team of 97.1 FM Camp Radio at the time, and this was after getting rejected by three other radio stations. You know, I passed out stickers, I board up from midnight to 6 a.m. on the weekends. Wow. Social media stuff. I really had the dream of being on air. And, you know, a, a couple years in, I started doing stand-up, and I had, you know, some viral videos. And Carson Daly, morning show host at the time, yeah. caught wind of me and was like, wait, there's a promo kid who's funny and, like, has millions of views and does stand-up? What? Why aren't we using her? So Carson wanted to meet with me, and then he ended up throwing me on the morning show to just sporadically talk about celebrity news and pop culture. And then I ended up getting my own show on Sunday nights. So radio is very special in my heart and soul. I have so much respect for radio. And it will, it will always be, you know, my, my, uh, my roots. I understand that. Sherry, I know you got to go, but next time you got to be on for like, oh, an hour or two. What do you think? Oh, yes, please. I will go all day with you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Joyride in theaters now. Go watch it. We will get that done. Sherry Cola, ladies and gentlemen. Joyride in theaters now. As Thank she you. Said. Bye-bye, my dear. I love her. I do, too. She, that's my kind of person right there. And then, of course, Tevin had to come in and ruin it. Yeah, mood definitely is going down. Yeah. Right this dropping like a rock, you know. Get a cooler name. I love her yeah, voice. Yeah, Tevi Cola. I don't know. We can work something out. We'll workshop it. Tevi Cola. <laughs> I don't know. I do. I love her voice. That's I, a great voice. Yes. I knew as soon as she started talking and she said the Miley Cyrus thing, and then you yeah. bringing up your mom having that raspy voice. I love that. But she does sound a lot like Miley Cyrus. There's no question about that. Absolutely. Would you if, you, if you had that yeah. voice call and go, hey, listen, no, send it over to my house and just put it on my credit card I left with you. Yeah, this is right. Miley Cyrus. Are making reservations <laughs> for restaurants? <laughs> restaurants? Yeah. My dad, Billy Ray, is going to be paying yeah, the tab. Exactly. <laughs> I thought she was wonderful. I really did. Not as wonderful as Judd, but you know. And Judd's everywhere. I was listening to the K-Fan, Paul Allen Morning Show, and they were like going on and on about how some article he wrote like 30 years ago, it was still the greatest thing they've ever seen. So Judd's local celebrity, Judd. What the heck was that? I can't even begin about? to try and recall that. No, wow. they, were, they were talking about some article you wrote for some, I don't even think the paper's around anymore, but yeah, they were like, yeah, Judd wrote for that. And I was like, is that the same Judd? Because Zolgad, you correct your last name? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. there's so not too unless many there's two, Unless there's two Judds. <laughs> Another sports reporter yeah. named Judd in the Minneapolis. Judd <laughs> no, so yeah. uh, no, I think I'm the only one. They were telling you you're great. And I was like, well, can't oh, escape nice. Judd. Okay, let's bring him down. You suck. You <laughs> Thank are... you very much. I'm more used to that. See, now I feel more at home. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. No, I used to work yeah. side by side by Judd, and that guy used to leave empty coffee pots on a hot burner back in the commissary. So uh -oh. listen, we're on to you, Zolgad. We're on to you. That's what I was. A <laughs> real a-hole. Was? Well, Question mark. <laughs> Good point, Britt. So where was that? Where did that happen? 
Oh, uh, Judd and I used to go round and round because him and I used to get coffee together when I was at uh, Hubbard HQ, and Judd was in the oh, office okay. next to mine, and okay. I'd go at, and he would hear me every day. Who are these goddamn kids leaving empty coffee pots on hot burners? <laughs> son of a bitch! And Judd would just roll his eyes because I would go on and on and just scream about it. And somebody's like, "You could just remake a pot of coffee," and I'm like, "Not good enough. These kids need to learn." Oh, it was awful. <laughs> and this was true because what. Well, what happened was, yeah, the the Hubbard, what, what was it? The employees who worked upstairs who were all, like, really, really young, Digital, right? yeah, the digital department. Digital, yeah. yeah. They would come downstairs and, and take all of our coffee and never remake a pot. And Rudy would just go ape bleep, and it was pretty good. Yeah. I wanted, you know, it's interesting you guys bring that up, because I was thinking on the way in, I had to look at it. I haven't done it yet. I, I, I thought I was going to right when I got in here. What is the percentage of people who actually do what they say they're going to do? In other words, I'm going to go and get a, uh, you know, or do what they're supposed to do. I bet you, what do you think it is? 5%, 10% maybe do everything they say they're going to do? Oh, or yeah, should that, do? Right, that's about that. There's no, like, common courtesy. Because, like, I've worked no. jobs where, like, yeah, you use the last of something make another pot of coffee exactly. or what, like cha- take the garbage out or whatever it might be like just doing the right thing that's not something a lot of people yeah. do so so you made it for me but now that it's mm-hmm. gone i'm not going to make it for you if you come back right what how that sucks mm-hmm. i wonder what the percentage is of people who actually do what they're supposed they actually do what they say they're going to do or should do yeah, you learn real quick with a little bit of shame. So that's why I would yeah. walk around with the empty coffee pot around digital <laughs> and be good. like, who did this? Yelling. Who did this? Who did this? Good idea. Actually. Yeah, because I, I opened up for uh, one of my idols I've loved for a long time, um, another comedian, a guy from Los Angeles. I, I don't know if you guys have probably ever heard of him, but I was in the green room with him, and then he went on stage, and I took a, a, like a little shot of whiskey. And I, when I put the bottle back, I didn't put the cap back on, Uh-oh. and I kind of kind of hit it a little bit. And when he came back into the green room, he, he was like, Where's that, where, where'd that whiskey go? And I wasn't in the green room. And then when I came in 10 minutes later, he's like, hey, listen, tomorrow night when we do shows, don't move the friggin' whiskey. Because I spent five minutes looking for it. And I was there like, you know go. what? I'm sorry. That's my fault. Yep. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And from that moment on, I never again ever moved the whiskey. I would take it. I would put the cap back on after I used it. And I would set it right in the exact spot that I left it. Very good. Yeah. So what everybody should do. Absolutely. But they don't. Yeah. Oh, the, hell the worst is when somebody unplugs a lamp to charge their phone and then don't plug the friggin' lamp <laughs> oh, back yeah. in. Oh, what kind of Neanderthal are you? Uh, I know. That's a rough one for me. Yeah, I think that's, uh, there's like a lot of, my parents come and stay with us now because they sold their um, apartment uh, or they sold their house and then they quit renting their apartment. So they stay with us when they're not at the cabin or in their Florida house and they always show up with zero iPhone cords. Oh, God. And then mm-hmm. expect us to have all the iPhone cords. Uh, like, mm-hmm. from, like, they'll take them from my room. They'll take them from the kitchen. They just take them. And, like, it's just, like, a very weird moment where you're just like, listen, you, can you just <laughs> please, ma'am, just bring an iPhone cord. Or, like, take, this one is yours now forever. I will, like, write your name on it. it like, oh, that drives me Or the nuts. people that, when they see your phone plugged in and they yes. ask you what percentage you're on, it doesn't matter what percentage mine is on. Go get your own cord. It doesn't matter. When I nannied, the kids would get in the car and go, what percentage phone do you have? And I'd be like, 40. Well, I have 20. And they'd switch the phone out. i go, no, it doesn't work like that. Okay, that's interesting because I... When I try, I have one of those stand-up deals where you lean your phone against it, charge mm-hmm. your phone, yeah. and then you can charge your watch at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Wherever I go, I mean, out of the city, I don't carry it with me in the city, obviously, because I don't need to because I'm going home. I bring that with me wherever I go. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I'm the same way, Tom. Yeah. And, but there are, it's incredible the amount of people that don't. And, like, they don't put a priority on, like, if you have a phone that you value carry your cords with you then yeah like if you're gonna be gone right yeah. for an extended period of time i'm with you totally and it amazes me um how many people are like oh, i forgot my cord it's like well if you forgot your cord you're creating problems for yourself right there <laughs> yeah. but they're so heavy <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you gotta lug them around in a bag it's like oh. the old days oh. Oh. and full disclosure it's hard to talk shit because beverly 
care. Uh, she watches GoGo constantly. So mm. at the end of the day, if every week I have to like buy new cords from Amazon, fine. Because like she watched GoGo last night for the boat. She'll watch GoGo tonight. So like she care. She, What's tonight? We're going to the Guthrie. We're going to Into the Woods, me and Justin. You're going in the woods with Justin? Meow. Is that a good idea? Two go in, one comes out. Ooh. Oh. I hope it's me. Oh, man, <laughs> I hope it's me. Spoiler alert, Tevin. Hey, two come in, three come out if we do it right. Hey, oh, make it so what is Into the Woods? What is that? Uh, it's a musical that the guy. Oh, it's a musical, okay. Yeah. Based on what? Uh, it's it's just, uh, I think it's by that famous playwright who's done a bunch of um, uh, Sodden, what is it? Sondheim? Yes, I think that's. It's a very dark version of Hansel and Gretel. Isn't it a good idea that I knew when she said Sodden, she meant Sodheim? Yeah. Sondheim, yeah. Sondheim, Stephen yeah. Sondheim, yeah. Sondheim's great. Yeah, he, um, I've seen this movie. I've never seen the play in person. They made a movie of it, and I've listened to the music a bunch, but uh, we're pretty excited to go. Didn't Sondheim write, isn't this rich? Don't you approve? God, I love that song. Hmm. He's written. I believe he wrote that. So what is the base? What was the movie that they made? Into the Wild? What was? Oh, was it the one with uh, what's her name? Uh, Reese Witherspoon? Didn't she do something? This one is uh, a play on fairy tales, but it's kind of a little darker. So oh. they have like the whole beanstalk, and then uh, there's a couple different things coinciding at the same time, and then they've got a lot of really good musical numbers, and so it should be pretty fun with the Guthrie putting it on. Oh, the Guthrie's phenomenal. I know. The Guthrie is phenomenal. You, you got to be very proud of the the places that put on plays in Minnesota. They do a, a terrific job here. How lucky are we? And, I agree. And then you go somewhere else and you kind of forget how lucky you are. I mean, we've and we've got so many little uh, like theaters that put on these amazing mm -hmm. shows. But, I agree. But yeah, so Beverly, I will keep buying cords if you keep watching Go Go because I know she <laughs> listens and I know she's gonna go. She listens. She tells me. It's so funny if I uh, when I call her after the show because I call my mom every day after the show she'll go I listened and I'll say do we even need to talk because I feel like you got the whole rundown of the <laughs> got it day all, got it all covered like I'll let you talk at me that uh, all works out in the end this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show the Tom Bernard Morning Show streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.